It's Tabletop Time. I'm Jazza. I'm Dave. I'm Jen. I'm Rob. And we are streaming this live on Twitch. Uh, that's why we have tears in our eyes from laughter. We've been having a really good time. But if you want to join, you can follow us on Twitch. Uh, also, our whole campaign will be in podcast form. You can check it out. Links in the description. Or you can go to itstabletoptime.com slash podcast. And uh, Patreon is also another plug that I'm going to put in here because making this campaign and all the one shots and all that stuff possible is is uh, really in large part due to the kind support of our patrons who vote on the one shots and sometimes appear as uh, guest NPCs really fun perks in their um, really cool way to sort of connect with us directly we have like a sort of private discord group and all this stuff it's really cool so go check that out Links to all those are in the description. But one of the most important plugs we need to make is to Black Magic Design, who have sponsored Tabletop Time, brought us back from the dead with their Black Magic goodness. They are a family of software and hardware. Uh, in particular, if you want to be a filmer or a streamer, uh, cinematographer, color grader, whatever, they cover so much. And if you start in the Black Magic family of products, you'll be covered in every aspect and in every stage of your development from the very beginning, which is free because uh, DaVinci Resolve 17, which is their newest version, has awesome features, is better than every other editing software in the world, and it's free. It is incredible. Uh, honestly, the color grading tab in particular is like... It feels like sculpting for me. It's amazing. I can't wait to learn how to use it. I did uh, video editing in uni briefly for like one unit and like getting involved in all this. I'm inspired. So good. And I've seen DaVinci Resolve. I'm like, hey, accessible and free. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds they, like, like me. They have these tabs like audio and and uh, like color grading and editing and that are like huge production like suites. But also it can be intimidating for people who don't need all that stuff. They have the cut page, which is all of it, but really simple for people who just want to cut a vlog or a stream. It's really simple. So thank you, Blackmagic, for the equipment, for making all of this possible. Um, that is uh, that is everything we need to say to get started into an exciting campaign that we're all sharing together. This is episode one. In a cyberpunk world, there has been an intro history character brief setting thing that we've put out there. And Dave has also made a PDF. So if you want to dive into a little bit more of how the mechanics of some of this has been adapted from cogent roleplay um, into the cyberpunk setting. You can check that out in the description. But I think we should dive into it and let our narrator take over. Uh, maybe intro a bit of the world characters and let's get roleplaying. Let's roll, as they say. Cool. As I'm saying a lot now, because someone it's, said it in a comment. It's time to roll. So we've just come off the back of the character creation and, and world setting. Um, yeah. So we don't really want to dive into that too much, but um, do you just want to introduce your characters in one sentence, your names and... Do we want to go to the settings and introduce our characters in those settings? Well, we'll or? do the... Ex we've done the main <laughs> setting. We'll do the extreme locale. So you guys are located. Where we're going to start the setting uh, is basically what was once the northwestern suburbs of Melbourne in Australia. A what? cyberpunk setting in Australia? Oh, my God. What? That's different yeah. to things I've seen it's around unusual. the place. It's different. It's nice. It's um, not cyberpunk 20... 77? No, it's Cyberpunk 2090. Oh. Reboot.execute. Well, this isn't what I clicked for, but it's probably going to be better. Well, less buggy, actually. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> sorry. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> I can't wait to play 2077, but I have I've abstained completely because I don't want to, like, it's be get ideas. Fresh. That I, so I've just, I haven't looked at anything, but I really want to play it in, like, six months. Um, so... Uh, basically, the area around Melbourne has become known as the Ven. Uh, it's it's effectively where two worlds collide, from the inner city 
uh, and the the wage slaves and corporate workers that exist there, and the slummers who, the, in their untold millions, are sprawled out, uh, stretching off into the wastelands. Now, northwestern Victoria is now basically industrial and mining, uh, so it's not very nice out there. Whereas southeastern Victoria is actually known as the agricultural exclusion zone. The thing being excluded is you, you slummers and uh, and wastrels are not allowed there because only wealthy people who like the look of green grass and cattle are allowed out there because it's basically a reserved piece of like arable agricultural land. Is that the right word? Arable? Yeah. Or I don't know what it arable? means, but I'm assuming you're smart. It works. Great. You assume that? Yeah. Um, Ariel, okay. <laughs> I love the, the, so, the little mermaid. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so we will be beginning... Um, We'll actually be beginning in The Verge, and we are uh, The Ven, The Verge? Where'd that come from? Uh, we'll be beginning in The Ven, and we're actually going to take the story uh, up where Rob's character... Well, I'll get you guys to introduce yourselves briefly. So, Do you have the picture ready? Just, uh, I will get it ready. <coughs> one by one, uh, I'll get you to introduce yourself, and then I'll get to, to um, Rob doing this thing. Cool. Just tell us who you've got up first. Uh, Rob? Uh, no, you, Jazza. Me. You're up first. All right. Do we... Okay, cool. I'll just do super brief because we've mm-hmm. done the mm-hmm. more extensive one, but I'm... Just a one sentence. I'm Prodigy or Pro-Digi. I am a hacker. Uh, I was raised by drug and human traffickers and escaped them. I was human trafficked and used as a pawn to help them hack and, and do hardware and haywire stuff. I've escaped. I'm 19 years old. On the run, I was originally part of this organisation that was based in America and I'm a stowaway and am... Uh, hiding in Melbourne suburbs. Cool. Cool. And who's next is... Oh, it's come to Eve. <coughs> oh, um, so I am a drone, um, pretty much your standard sort of nurse bot. Um, I came from a family that uh, is a bit older. Um, they had a baby that was a bespoke, which we'll go into later. Um, they had the perfect baby. And I was take care of it. And basically, times passed. The parents have died and passed on. Um, and I've decided to go rogue. And lastly, I am Sebastian Allen. I am a tailor-made human. Uh, I am the son of some very well-known, well-off uh, scholars and technologists. Um, and I've basically gone out and forging my own path as a scholar um, and uh, investigating and learning about the dregs of society. That's a. You might as well call us the basket of deplorables. <laughs> the basket of deplorables. You are a basket of deplorables. <laughs> okay, well, great. That does it then. So, cool. I believe we are your thesis. Yeah, your guinea yeah, pigs. Literally. Well, yeah. you know, one of my theses. Theses. These are? Theses? Now, th- too close to theses. <laughs> so, before <laughs> this session, uh, we've talked a little bit about, like, when we were spitballing our characters around, and um, a little bit of narrative came up that I really liked. So, uh, we basically have Prodigy, this uh, sheltered hacker-type character who's hunkering down, and he's very socially isolated and very distrusting, and worried that he's actually being hunted by the gang that he has fled. We're international smuggling ring. This is big crime syndicate stuff. It's not low-tier. Um, but over a course of days and weeks, he found this this drone, this strange female character just sort of standing out in the rain, doing not a whole lot of anything. And at first he ignored it. And then slowly and surely, 
he kept paying attention to it and eventually realized that this drone seemed to have no master and could be of use. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I think in particular, there was, I think there was a moment of interruption when I was out there near her one day. Because I had to, look, pro, as he likes to think of himself, it's more like a hacker alias, the prodigy thing. He doesn't have a real name that he knows anyway. Um, has to go out and get food or steal it or whatever because he still has to survive. But he's very sleuthy and very stealthy. And this is a, a drone he's kept noticing out of the corner of his eye in the same place, doing the same sort of weird repetitive tasks. I think in one, at one point in particular, someone came up to mm-hmm. uh, the drone to Eve and started to interact or say something. And I uh, sort of came in to, to they, defend her. The, the, Eve had been generally just pleasant to you. And at some point, uh, a basically an agent of the police force came up, and it appeared as if they were going to be like, "You're defective. Like, we're going to decommission you. Like, drone. What are you doing here?" And then you kind of were just there at that right time to be like, "No, oh, no, no she's, she's mine. She's uh, mine." Yeah, no, don't worry about it. She's, uh, I'm, I'm working it out. So, in a way, you saved her life. Whether she comprehends that or not is unclear. Cool. But you've been basically living together now for several weeks, getting more comfortable. She's been going on errands for you. And while you're keeping her at arm's length, is my understanding, uh, yeah. she's slowly breaking that down just because... Why wouldn't you trust a drone? She's a robot. She's It's just a drone, right? It's just a like, drone. What is there to care about a drone? But while I didn't think it was... I don't know. There was something in me that thought it was unfair, even though, again, it's just a drone. Uh, you know, it might have been a waste or something... So I, I thought, you know, okay, I'll, you, I'll t- save you from the scrap heap. You, you can come back to my place for a little bit and you can just hang out for a day, but, you know, sort yourself out and, you know, find your own place or find your new home or whatever. But over the coming weeks, uh, she <laughs> made herself very useful. She's a caretaker and mm. I've never had family or parents or anyone. So I'm like, <laughs> I like go out to like steal some food or something and I come back and with nothing or barely anything and there's like a hot meal prepared and my bed's been made and wait I have a bed now Mm. (laughs) like that sort of thing so all of a sudden it's just like I pretty quickly was happy to slip into a bit of comfort and uh, maybe just thinking you know okay you'll sort yourself out when you sort yourself out I'm not gonna let myself feel like this is a forever thing because nothing Mm. is but I can deal with this for now so these in roleplay, they're what we're. These are the ties that bind. This is what's establishing our characters for our narrative drive forward, so that we're bound together. We don't want to have people skewing off in different directions because it's a story we're all telling together. Um, so it's good to have these things established from an early stage, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, Sebastian, mm-hmm. there are some things about your character that we'll be keeping a little bit quiet for now, mm-hmm. but. You have, through your connections and your intense ingenuity, you've actually traced someone connected to the thing you're looking for, to this area of the van. Okay. So you know that he might be the sort of person who could find the information you need and that you should probably find something he needs so that you can 
work together to get you. What a has he goal. seen of us or observed of he's us aside quiet, from being pointed towards us? Quietly been watching you while he's been researching people in the van. Um, but you specifically, he's managed to get information through various brokers, paid people, bribe people just for you. And he's one of the eyes that you've noticed has been watching you. Um, but without, he doesn't look hard edged. He seems generally like he's trying to help people around here. Mm-hmm. Um, so just for one more little bit of flavor on where you are, the Venn is basically uh, a booming and busting area of like ingenuity and civilization. But it is kind of with a twist of darkness because this is the area where slummers get access to money, resources, equipment, that kind of stuff because of the wage slaves or the city folk who want to day pass out of the city. Why would they want to do that? No cameras. Yeah. No one's watching. The kinds of things we find in dystopian cyberpunk settings, the slummers are often willing to let the the city folk do whatever it is they want to do for money. No holds barred. It is lawless. Two, with with one exception, the area is really important to the slummers. So the gangs that kind of have protection rackets and control the area, they won't let things go too far against anyone from the city. Shake them down, that's fine. Kill them we have a problem because as soon as people start dying, the wage slaves will stop coming out and bringing their money. Mm-hmm. So there's a level of like, we'll rattle them a bit and we'll, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll exploit them. But there's a level of protection there. And the second level of protection is occasionally city patrols of police force and robots will come out and basically do a sweep. They don't really care about illegal activities. What they're looking for is uh, any kind of like high level criminal Uh, that they have records on from the cities that might be coming out of registered citizen. Or secondly, they'll be coming out to basically ensure that the people of the city are safe. So they'll like sweep through, but it's uncommon. Occasionally you'll be lucky enough if you're a city folk and some guy pulls a knife who's desperate and tries to mug you and there will be a cop there and help you. But if it's two slummers, they won't even look twice. They'll just walk past and let it happen. But they, they help, like, you, the city folk are basically digitally branded. They, they, you have chips in your wallet and stuff. And the police, when they look at you, it immediately shows up in their, like, visors, your identification and who you are. So if you're a city folk, they recognize you. Yeah. And they'll protect you. Um, if not, good luck. Yeah. They're not feeling charitable. Cool. So, so the day our camp, our, the uh, day our campaign launches, Sebastian, you have just walked through the checkpoint from the Venn, coming from the city, out into the wider Venn. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's, there's basically a checkpoint that spans the entire perimeter. Uh, it's a digital checkpoint. There's not a huge amount of physical walls, but there are robots and cameras. And it's like, as you go through, it's that kind of like, beep, beep, all right, like chip doesn't get detected. And then every camera turns and like enforcers come to you. There are a few secret criminal ways like underground through sewage and stuff through, but yeah, generally you literally cannot go into the city if you're not registered. Um, But you've just come through this checkpoint and you're heading down into the town to basically try and broker some kind of arrangement with this character you've been tracking. And you know now, because only a couple of weeks ago they launched New You, Mm -hmm. you think you have the bargaining chip that no slummer could resist. Cool. So you you stride out uh, into the uh, area and begin basically looking um, looking around. Uh, you guys can be ver- wherever you want, maybe running an errand so we can get you guys to bump into each other and he can actually have a chance at approaching. I'm going to say on this day, <laughs> uh, and on many at this point, uh, uh, look, 
Pro wants to stay uh, out of sight as much as possible. His presence is very much online and in his hacking and all that stuff. And if he can get the means to survive without moving or going somewhere, he will do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially since he's got a care bot, (laughs) (laughs) he's started to feel pretty comfortable sort of saying, hey, you know, maybe you want to get us some, uh, I don't know, whatever it is you made last night. That was really nice. Uh, More of that. Query. Should Uh, I call you Pro-Digigi or Pro or Pro-Digi? Uh, you can just call me pro. Understood. All right, bye. You can go now. She starts walking out. So you're inside your I'm house. I'm staying in out. Like, I wouldn't say house. It's like, like attic yeah, or something. Little... Yeah, like hovel. It's like it's like the cyberpunk version of Aladdin's little, like, little place he's made himself sort of through alleyways. and yep. you know. So, Sebastian, you have ducked into this alleyway. You finally, like, tracked him, and you see this drone step out and start to walk away. Make a perception check. Oh, I didn't have my numbers on them anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Where are my dice? We all have our own individual little dicey baggies. Biggies. That was good. I like it. Biggies. Because I respect you. Base three plus attributes is six plus perception. One, two, Whoa, three, that was a five. really good roll. The challenge roll. level for this was three. Oh, I got seven. <laughs> okay, not only do you notice something, but you notice something very suspicious. There are two people that are ready, like they're in the alleyway and they're concealed. They're kind of smoking around a corner, and, um, but they are dangerous looking people and they ha- they're, they're not here without purpose. Like they're clearly onto something or, you know, whatever it could be. Um, but they're lurking sort of just a bit further past the door that Eve walked out of. Okay. Can I walk into the door? What You walk past Eve. So, Eve, you just sort of strut a few steps. And you are you're sentient. You notice, but you're hiding it, right? Hmm. You notice this man approached the door that no one else has approached uh, as, as he walks past. You just let him pass and keep going about your duties? Mm. Do I... Can I... Can I I nod politely at her as I walk? Of course, of course. Unusual. Why would you be polite to a drone? You're such a nice person. I am a nice person. Does he have any wounds? You might want to clear your dice after. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have any wounds or noticeable, like... This guy? Yeah. Oh, you you know, you've registered databases. You know he's a bespoke straight away. He is a city... Oh, of course, yeah. He's a city folk, he's a bespoke, and he is uh, very, very unusual for him to be here. Yeah. Uh, he's probably a runaway, based on what you've your understanding. I'll kind of I'll I'll look at you, kind of like so you've gone past, and I'll turn around and kind of like give a really good visual, but I'll let you pass and I'll keep going because you're not hurt, so cool. You shall pass. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. And you approach the door. No, I want to. Is it open or is it no, locked? The, well, it's cl- closed. I'm assuming it probably wouldn't be locked as you just let it shut behind you. But you might be going. To I go wouldn't and, have like, seen her leave. I, so you're I, like I, I picture this as upstairs I think she's made her way down cool did you lock the door oh you know what destiny mm, roll yeah. did you lock the door so a 10 <laughs> I'm going to say you closed it adequately you, it's not like left ajar but you didn't bother to lock it You, you it's just left unlocked mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> okay so then I just want to try and open it walk through cool the door handle opens 
with your high perception roll from before, you hear you. There's a f- sort of gentle bluster of movement behind you. Yeah. Can I lock the door behind me? You close the door, and yes, you slide. I'm assuming massive, like series of dead bolts, like five locks behind you, and you are now in the room. Oh, well, downstairs in this horrible little, like I'm imagining, like dripping uh, pipes and mildew, and like aside from the fact that you've taken care of a lot of it, it's neat filth mm-hmm. <laughs> because Organized. you can't you can't <laughs> fix the <laughs> fundamental like wreckage that is. That's mm-hmm. upgraded from what it was two weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> Stairs lead up, and I'm assuming the glow and flicker of many monitors is sort of, like, emanating down the staircase. Yeah. Is there any sound, or have you got headphones on? Headphones. Uh, cool. Pro always has blaring music, and that's a habit that he had from his uh, traumatic upbringing where he needed to drown out horrible noises, and usually uh, he did that with blaring music. So, yeah. Cool. He's, he's coding. I'm going to walk up the stairs. You head up the stairs. Make a perception check, and you're imperceptive. I am imperceptive. That's what you're checking, aren't you? That's like, what I'm checking. Make sure you get it. So my imperceptive uh, disabling characteristic means... Actually, I'll just go to the actual rule book. And I'm also going to get Eve to make a perception check as she leaves the alleyway. So you, okay. whoever gets there first can roll the dice. Okay. Can I apply standard base 3d6 to environmental perception rolls? This is definitely yeah. environmental perception Cool. Roles. So I can mm-hmm. against people's... So your perception is only that? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, because... So 3 base plus 2 stats plus 2. So that's 7 dice. Oh. <laughs> so when I need to notice things are, that are happening around me... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was challenge level 3. Uh, um, yes. But... Against people's deception or persuasion, I have my normal role. Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, you're you're looking at um, you, and you're looking at. A so I don't get my time. base three. Right, and you're looking at like probably perception. You're you're looking at like challenge level four. Yeah, Well, I have two dice. Or, so or we could oppose it. I got they two. They both pass. But that's two. Out I'm going to get you to roll a stealth check. Rather than doing a challenge level. So, so your challenge you level is two. Um, make a stealth check. One. One. I'm not trying to be stealthy. Yeah, so you just walk in. and it, So even though you're completely imperceptive, you, you almost like feel that prickle on the back of your neck of like, yeah. wait, that's not the footfalls of Eve. Yeah. She shouldn't be back this early. But you just hear like someone walking up the stairs. Do I have a weapon? That's the question. Can I just start talking once I realise he's noticed me? He well, I'll let him react. Do you realise I've noticed you? And then we'll you? get to. What well, I wasn't trying to be well. stealthy. I was walking I, um, looking for. I him. just slipped the headphones down, but I'm wearing hood, mm-hmm. so they're under my. So your only weapon that you can think of right now would be your cybermancy. Okay. But in, so you I'm don't just, know the opponent or the target that's coming up the stairs yet. No. Can we destiny roll to see? Because I'm a paranoid person. And here's mm-hmm. my pitch to you, Narada, what do you pref- That I may have prepared some sort of things in place that I could trigger with my cybermancy to sort of... Yeah. As okay. a last defense. Just yeah, destiny yeah. roll, see that what makes I get. Sense. Um, I was going <clears> to <throat> say, what combat proficiencies do you have? Only the uh, cybermancy? Uh, yeah. Anarchistic cybermancy. And another help, helpless right result. Down the so, you have probably set up... Um, there's nothing that's going to be overtly, like, 
destructive to something that doesn't have anything, but you've got like amplifiers in your facility. So if a robot came in, you're confident that it would like boost your potential yeah. or, or anyone with cybernetics, which is a lot of people. Yeah. So you would have an advantage with your like transmitters and receivers and boosters in your room to basically like fry electronics. Um, so pretty much anyone dealing with electronics is going to be in trouble if they come up the stairs and you decide to do some frying. Not quite sure. Am I in the same room? You're like head is coming up okay. the stairwell. I uh, I'm gonna uh, pro at this point is a bit of a deer in headlights as far as like he's never been he, he's remained hidden for a long time mm-hmm. successfully and maybe in the last few weeks let's face it has gotten a little bit complacent so his heart's dropped in his chest he's pulled his headphones out and he's preparing his cybermancy and he's just about to. He's ready to do anything he can to just stop someone and just bolt. Mm-hmm. If it means smashing glass and jumping out the window, he's, he's sucking himself As up you're about to, to open your mouth, I'm going to cut to Eve because mm-hmm. we got you to roll a perception check. How many successes did you get? Uh, three. Three successes, which was the challenge level. Mm-hmm. You, right as you're turning out of the alleyway, you notice that there's a sort of brief flurry of movement towards the door of a couple of figures uh, that seem to have been following someone who just went in the door that you've never seen go in the door. Yeah, I'll go back. Door's so you locked. turned. Yes, and you see them rattling at the door um, and unable to get in. And you hear now that your headphone's off, there's like a rattling at the door. And now you get an opportunity to speak. <coughs> Sebastian. I, I was going to put on a voice, but I don't want a voice to do, so I'm just going to talk. That's not what I say. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. How did you get in here? <laughs> there's two uh, surly-looking gentlemen trying to make their way in that we might need to deal with before we get down to business. What did they look like? Were they marked? With your perception, they looked like gangers. They didn't look like just desperate people with knives. How long have I been studying in the vent? Months, right? Like a month? A month? Yeah, I didn't assume it was long. Okay, three weeks. Three weeks? Two, three weeks. Do I know what a ganger is? You know enough with that perception role to know that they had an implied threat behind them that was beyond a desperation. They were there with a purpose. They they weren't like eh, eh, in the corner with a knife, good to jump you. Like they were smoking around the corner, like monitoring and surveilling. They could be anyone. They could be corp. Yeah. They but you just know that they meant they're there for purpose. Surly looking, aggressive looking men. And what am I supposed to make of you? Why are you here? Well, if we can deal with them, we'll, we'll talk business. But until then, we need to deal with it. Why is there a we all of a sudden? Well, because I need something from you, and you need something from me. You don't know what I need from anyone. Mm, I beg to differ, sir. Sir. You're going to try and persuade him? Yeah. Would you like to do that? <laughs> do it. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Oh, you're good at persuasion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that dice pool. I've been fighting and arguing my thesis for three decades. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six successes. And I have five dice. So you can't... Win. I'm not even going to roll. So in the moment, he's basically convinced you that, like, at least for now, he's not here. He hasn't hurt you. He's a bespoke? That's weird. He's not a ganger. I have questions for you, but we'll get to that in a moment. I'm just going to check these guys out. And I sit down, turn on my laptop, and hack into my systems, because there's obviously cameras on the streets and blah, blah, blah. I want to see 
who is talking okay about. so almost every other circumstance you do this i'm going to get you to make a check but for the immediate cameras that you probably installed around your property yeah you just can do it like if you were hacking a city camera sure yeah. But, but these I cameras, have, you, set up you've got this, your setup. Yeah, yeah. So you can immediately see these two sort of strange, they're wearing like heavy dusters um, and they're like rattling at the door. And you see that um, Eve has turned around and taken two steps towards them. Turn the alleyway. I have terrible perception roll, environmental perception mm-hmm. roll, but I'm going to roll anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, which can I see I've, the cameras he's looking at? Uh, you do not have uh, ocular bionics, so yes. Assuming you're looking at a screen. I guess he Ocular Bionics is one of the cybernetic implants <laughs> that are covered in my PDF. All right. Uh, I have two dice. I just want to see if I... Let, let's say it's challenge level two to sort of see... I don't know. What can I'm I... You, I'm I'm sorry, are you telling that. me? No, I'm, asking, I'm proposing. I'm proposing. What are you, what are you trying to look for? I have two dice. I just what, want to see to look if for? I can see what they're connected to, if there's any sort of connection I can see with them, with the people I was a part of. Okay. So that... Yeah, that's probably going to be like a challenge level five. Oh, to, they're like be, like they're in dusters in a street, looking through surveillance cameras. Like yeah. they're deliberately concealing their identity. You to specifically determine like who they're connected with. You don't know. You don't need to roll to know that they mean bad news. All right, can we destiny roll to sort of see what sort of backup escapes I have? Because surely there'll be something. I'm not much use in a fight, so I hope you've got some way of dealing with them. That's the third ten! Yeah. That's the indecisive ten. You know what? Destiny. I'm taking destiny in my own hands! Sixteen. Alright, yes, you do. You have, um, there's probably a latch, like a, you pull down and a sheet metal piece opens up to like the, because you're on the second floor, onto like the roof line. Yeah. Um, and there is also uh, likely to be another one on the first floor. You may not have a weapon, but how are you with heights? Oh, we'll be fine with that. I just walk over, sort of not paying much attention to him, but he's obviously not meaning me any harm, and there's obviously another threat, which he Mm -hmm. has pointed out. So credit words to you, I head over to the latch, open it up, and start climbing through if he can follow me and keep up. And you're planning on, so the escape is the plan. All right, Eve, what are you doing? Um, I actually have to quickly mention something. My uh, disabling characteristic that I have... How are we going to... Is this a mystery? Mm. This is a mystery. At certain times... Will you tell me to make I'll, a roll? I'll tell you okay, that cool. it needs to happen. Yep, no worries. All right, cool. Um, I'll just keep walking towards the gentleman. That it needs to happen. Mm. What it is, what you revealed in the course of time. <laughs> Who knows? So what do you do? You walk towards them. I keep them. walking towards them. Um, towards them, there's two people outside. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to have to do something with my dice. <laughs> Three successes. I don't need to tell you the challenge level of my own secret drills that I'm making to myself. Um, okay. One of them turns as you approach and looks at you. Looks you up and down. And then knocks the... Like, elbows the other one and they turn back at you. And Evening, What the hell sirs. are you doing around here? I can see that you require some assistance. They step towards you. Um, the second one starts, like, rounding behind you. And this is happening while you were having that conversation. What kind of assistance can you offer? You seem to be lost. The one behind, like one gets within arm's length of you as he's rounding behind you. I'm pretty sure I know exactly where I want to be. Do they hurt at all? No, they're completely unhurt. Okay. Um. And you, you get a look and one of them has um, 
facial tattoos all over his face. And you can't look at his face properly. His face, to you, mm. is just like going... And like static and scrambling and moving all over. You can tell there's these tattoos underlying it, but it is messing with your vision in a very bizarre way. Sir, you appear to be hurt. Your face. I ain't hurt, honey. And then the guy that gets next to you flips, like grabs the back of your skirt or like whatever you wear. I've seen your character art and like flips it up. And then he's just like, don't worry about it, mate. She ain't a pleasure unit. I suggest you leave my proximity or else I'll call the law enforcement. <laughs> She's plucky, mate. Uh, all right. We were just leaving anyway. And they, he gives her a little nod, looks back at the door and he says, but we'll be back. Um, and then they sort of brush past you unnecessarily aggressively mm. and then walk down the street. So, from our vantage point, do the we see... The worst people ever. <laughs> do we see... Do you hate them yet? Hate them. <laughs> hate them and end them later. Do we see, uh, from our vantage point, um, the escape route, uh, anything else? So, you clamber around kind of to the other side of the, the thing and clamber across, like, up onto the rooftop. Um and then, yeah, I, I guess, where are you headed from there? I would have a, a comms, uh, and obviously, like, yeah, people have phones and blah, blah, blah. Mm. I would have hacker equivalents of, like, blah, blah, blah. That's my way of explaining cool. it. They're my words. That's all you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> we're on the sort of rooftop ledge thing, sort of scrambling around the back halfway down the alley or whatever. And I'm, like, tapping into uh, that same security system that I saw, um, just sort of seeing how that's dissipating. Um do I have a comms to... Will I have, in the last few weeks, created a comms to communicate with uh, with Eve to maybe while she's out and about, be like, maybe grab one of these or, you know... Yeah, house. I'd say you could... Um, do you trust her enough to have given her, like, some kind of communication system? I think in the last few weeks of her basically handing, like, waiting sure. hand and foot over me and it being more convenient, cool. I'm, I'm always about to... Like, I'm always keen to set things up in place to make things convenient so I don't have to go out. So... I would say communication would be something I'd say. Bing bong! Bing bong! Your phone goes off in your ear. I told you I'm an amateur at controlling audio and rating and everything. <laughs> Wait, there is it. I think you need okay. to do sound next time, Rob. Because he's in narrator mode, which is... Yeah. He's doing very I well. I clicked it. I don't know if he's got you turned down. We'll sort it out later. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Bing bong, bing bong. Click, pick up. Hey, Eve... Hello, pro. I think our uh, position has been compromised. Those guys you interact with, they're bad news. So I'm going to find another place. Uh, I'll touch base with you when I get something established. Understood. I will sit here for four hours. All all right. Uh, I guess that's what you do. Actually, you know what? Can you move somewhere? Because I take it back. Can you get into my room and... uh, deal with my equipment the stuff I showed you the important stuff keep that hide it or uh, take it with you but uh, the rest can the rest we can scrap we've got to set up somewhere else understood cool and I'm going to say we can fast track a little bit to a new rendezvous with Eve and you get a you, you get a moment to finally should we all destiny through. roll to see how smooth it went or how you love the destiny roll you love it you love <laughs> it because <laughs> if I roll a one and then I have to like smack you with a log yeah, I'll take it. It's an interesting story. For narrative purposes and time purposes, yeah, right. we're going to meet up t- together. Okay, so you, you all gather together. 
uh, after maybe an hour or two of weaving and ducking and then you set up a rendezvous and you get an opportunity to basically pitch your case. All right. I've had a few little nooks that I'd tracked and set aside and sort of locked off from other people accessing. So I find one of that feels pretty obscure um, and a little more separate from street from the street. I think the other one was a little too risky. So I, I, I lead uh, Seb there and tell Eve where to find us, bring some of my equipment, walk in, dust myself off, say, all right, what is it? <clears throat> Why me? I've just heard of your name in certain circles, and I wanted to get an audience with you. What circles? Mm. That part matters. The nefarious kind. Shit. What do you have to do with the nefarious kind? Well, I'm after information, mostly, and connections. So I'd like to know a little bit more about your history within these circles. I don't have a history. What's your history? You know that not to be true. Tell me about your history. Why are you in the slums? I told you, I'm looking for information. For? A variety of things. I'm studying uh, the people... If you want here. answers, you're going to have to give answers. Mm-hmm. We'll see. If you want obscure answers and non-answers, then keep doing what you're doing, because that's what you're going to get. What do you want most in the world? <sighs> Jesus. Is that off a card? Do you have an app with, like, meaningful questions? Or are we just wasting time? I love this character already. (laughs) This is really good. Let's cut to the chase here. You're connected with people. Probably people I don't like. Probably people I've escaped from. And I don't want anything to do with. So if I can have nothing to do with you, that's probably going to be my best option. I want less to do with the people we just got away from. Which, thank you, by the way. Uh, I thought I'd kept an eye on them, but obviously not. Does it not seem a bit odd that if I was in with these people, I would not warn you about them? Look, a lot of this seems odd to me, if I'm going to be honest. And I don't like any of it, but I've got to deal with what I have to deal with, and you're in front of me right now, so... What do you want most in the world? Something else. Something else. Just... And you... I I cut myself from (laughs) saying a new start, and then I cut myself off because it's, like, too trite. Momentarily. Destiny roll 11. <clears throat> Less indecisive. It's slightly. that time. Eve. Eve is in the room. So I stand up. I've been sitting in the corner of the room just listening to your conversation. <clears throat> um, I'll stand up and say, it's time to feed the baby. And I'll leave. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I just, I leave. You, she yep, just walks out. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just look over at So maybe Seb you're not as far removed from your previous life as I seem to think you are You don't know anything about my previous life I think I know a bit more than you expect Stop playing coy with me What do you want? Who are you? No, I asked you What do you want most in life? I'm a man of means and connections Tell me about your means and connections And I might tell you about what I actually want Look at me. You know what I am. I, t- I know you're a city boy with money. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. A lot of money. There are, there are a few of those. A lot of so money. So what makes you special and why should I care? Well, I'm standing in a room with you trying to negotiate something that you want in, in exchange for information what and connections. What is it? Get to it. I don't have time for this shit. 
I start pulling out my phone and start like setting up my next basis of operations cool. and just like mm-hmm. really getting frustrated with this guy who is just skirting around the edges of getting to something not tempting with anything substantially yet well I mean I basically offered anything not in those terms You're I asked you what you wanted most in life. yeah that's like a meaningful question <laughs> I'll, I'll, you didn't say what can I make happen for you or yeah I don't know I'll briefly interject by saying that this just doesn't happen for a slumber. Okay. Like for someone to come in from the big city and be like, I like, this is a big opportunity. Okay. Okay. Wait. I know you don't want, I, I know I'm you're acting, scared. No, no, no. I'm acting coy, but I'm hack. I'm looking him up. Oh, okay. Can I, so I'm going to get you to make a hacking check. Yeah. I'm going to make a hacking. So that's check. infiltration technically. For yep. hacking. Okay. I can do that. So I'm playing coy. So how are you doing this discreetly? I'll have to roll a deception as well. Yes, because now if you had, say, discrete onboard computing, a cybernetic that's covered in the PDF, uh, <laughs> you would be able to do that. Yeah. I, d- I don't have So that. his deception is matched against my perception? Uh, so the deception to perception, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Shit! We'll probably see what ah. he's doing, but right. that's fine. I got two. Was that the deception? That's my deception Okay, roll. cool. Not my do I bother roll. rolling? You might roll. Yeah, go on, nothing. roll. I've you got always two. roll. You could suck, man. I could. Statistically, I Please could. Please suck. Two. Two! Wow. But that's a success. Wow. For the passive member. I'm going to use a destiny point. Oh, you use a destiny I point? I use a destiny okay. point to succeed. And that's risky for, for um, Jazza because he's playing a slummer. So if he always uh, has yeah. two points loaded, he can potentially learn a skill if he's using, like, permanently getting yeah. a skill. So, you know, it's it's risky for... Uh, oh, no, you've picked the character class where you can't throw Destiny and everything. <laughs> That's true. Crap. Cool. So you actually deceive him. Now, let's get that... Uh, I'm going to hack. Chat. I hope this is not wasted because I want to hack rid of well. this filthy dice. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is an infiltration check. Or is it a hacking check? Or do I... What are the, it's infiltration. What are the chances? Hack it. Can I get you a can use hacker as a, um, as a vocation assist, but technically in the rules, hacking is covered under infiltration. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, is that... Doesn't okay. he have a skill for it? I do. It's a vocation. So I say it's... Yeah, hacking as an actual thing is in infiltration in the rules. Okay. Can I... Uh, what's the challenge level to find information about... So to find information about you... Well, I'm going to let you guide me a little bit on that. How dis- how secret... Your parents... Are, you're published, right? Yeah. Um, based on appearance, you can, I guess, reverse search. Uh, have you given your name? No. I'm going to say challenge level four. Okay. Oi. Okay. It's yeah because he hasn't given you a name or anything to go off. It yeah. is a bit hard. You find information, so you basically get that he is the son of a pair of scientists and a scientist himself, reputed, no criminal record, no connections to anything nefarious at all, and um, there's yeah not much aside from basically his research, which would be in what field? What have you published on? It's very varied. Varied? Very anything varied. standard? Anything yeah, that now give me, Give me the juicy deets. What have I found? Like, his Well, wealthies. I'm a technologist, so I'm probably into <clears throat> technology. Mm-hmm. My, my, my parents were also technologists, so creation of technology. Um, I would, I'm happy for you to... to you, you find... Okay, juicy tidbit? Actually. Yeah. I'll let you go. What do you got? I feel like I should have declared it before I made my character, but I just think it would be really interesting if my character's focus was on creating... Um, technology that he would be interested in using yeah that's in, well, what like, i was about to say is the tidbit that you find out that it well you know what this is a good destiny dice moment 
So not, not nothing too like juicy in terms of like direct connections, but there is one tidbit that catches your eye more than otherwise would, which is his parents actually are directly connected with professionally in the science community, uh, corporate scientists in the reboot corporation responsible for creating new you. And the reason he's such a God, this isn't, this is reading between the lines. He is a damn perfect specimen of a bespoke. Mm -hmm. And it's probably because of the personal connections with the best geneticists in the country. Okay. All right. So I've put all this together. I don't want him to know what I know about him. Mm -hmm. That's sort of my modus operandi. Cool. And you passed your deception check. So that's fine. Um, I reluctantly tuck my phone away and say all right I'll hear you out but I need to know the catch because you want something from me I do so where do we guys a broad thing you know one irrefutable fact about living in the van and that is that nobody survives alone if you want Anything you need to basically become a gang. You need a posse. You need rep because everything is ladder climbing, brick upon brick. You need to have connections. You need to establish the network that will allow you to gain access to the people, the places, the money, the things to get you what you want. Information, new start, closure. Can I ask you a good question? Yes. Do you, well, also Dave, to you too, are we starting with fusion? Was Judge as we're starting with any fusion? That's a good question. Way to spoil it. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no <laughs> so, I will say, so you escaped, right? Another Destiny, Destiny point. Destiny, to see what fusion I have with me. No, that's not what you're getting. No, 15. You escaped. You've put two and two together. You would basically forced to take various substances while you were effectively like not always like good things like drugs and stuff mm, like yeah. mind altering whatever they've, they wanted to yeah, yeah. affect you um, and you've realized that one of those drugs that you were forcibly injected with was in fact fusion which is good right you've got cybernetics that you didn't want and you've had these injections your whole life when you ran you only managed to grab enough and in the last four or five weeks of living here, you've run out. You're not overdue a dose. You only need one dose a week with your current level, but you've got none. Is it time for a dose? You're probably like three days into your, like you've got another three or four days before you'd need a dose. All right. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm going to come back into the room because I'm done and say, bro, it is three days until your next fusion. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, God. Do you know where... Where did you last see some? Where can I... Me. You, you're connected, aren't you? I can get my hands on some. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess that's where we start. You get me some fusion, or help me get some fusion, and uh, I'll see what I can help you with. Query, what is your name? The name's Seb. Shall I call you... Seb? Yes. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. Where'd you pick this one up? Oh, well, actually, she sort of picked me up. It's 
Pro, anyway. have you done your stretches for today? Not yet. She, she, she mothers me a bit. It's kind of embarrassing. It's usually not with other people around, but just ignore it. All right. Okay. I'll go uh, do my stretches. I like <laughs> roll my eyes. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Don't worry, I'm totally doing my stretches right now. I'm just gonna, and I start <laughs> setting up my computer equipment. What a good boy! <laughs> All right, I think so that's probably uh... the first. The first step is to become a gang, to become something more than you are as individuals. And our friend here, Pro, happens to know just the people he is reluctant to get in contact with. Not your old networks, because you mm. wouldn't. But you've watched enough to know that the local gang, uh, all of them, all exist around Ugly. And Ugly's workshop is the, like, neutral ground in this part of the van. That's where you get your connections. That's where you get your jobs. And that's where you get your start. So if you are going to go and talk to anyone, it's going to be Ugly in Ugly's Motors. All right. I turn to the others and meaningfully say... Something tells me the next few weeks are going to get ugly. Had to be done. Had to be done. Love it. Love Good it. place to wrap up. Thank you so much for joining chapter one of our cyberpunk campaign. The mystery I, is tantalizing. I am. Fe- I got to say, I've loved our one shots. I am feeling this. I'm oh, feeling yeah, this. This yeah. has got something. This is just like the Your beginning. It's brewing. Ooh. I love the way Eva's role played. I love yeah, that these three query. Hey. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's so good. All right, uh, cool. Uh, I guess we will reconvene next week on Twitch. Absolutely. Uh, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and release these uh, maybe 24 hours before the stream, the next stream, just so people can like the episode. Oh, I, that, I can't commit to that because well, it'll probably be two episodes. There'll be, be multiple. It'll episodes. be complicated. All right, I'm not gonna say. Never mind. Just keep in. There will two. be a lot of content yeah. coming out. There's gonna be a weeks. lot of content. Yeah. So, and yeah. don't forget to vote on Patreon as well. Yeah. For, um, for Obviously, too, jump into yeah. all of our amazing things. Mm-hmm. Jump on the socials. Hey, if you want more of those uh, those cool stuff, jump Go on. follow Dave on Twitter. <laughs> all the handles are there. 